This is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast, where John knows way too much about wrestling and Ann doesn't know enough. Here we go. I gotta go to yoga. Oh, right. You have yoga. Well, let's just start talking about stuff then. Let's start talking about wrestling. Um, yeah, wrestling, uh, a world Which that we is... watched together this weekend. We watched it. I was together. in... Together. It's a world where nothing bad ever happens and it's all smooth sailing. Yeah. No. No, we watched it together. Normally... You wanted to watch Extreme Rules. I didn't even have to like... I didn't even ask I you watch... technically. You just wanted to watch, watch things. it. things. Yeah. I watch... See, here's the thing. As is canon for this show, uh-huh. I should establish up top. Uh-huh. I do enjoy wrestling and watching wrestling. <gasps> and I do it sometimes. But the thing is, I just don't do it to your level because you watch all the wrestling. Yeah. And I don't have the time or the stamina to watch all the wrestling. I don't recommend it either. Honestly. But I will watch wrestling. I watched Extreme Rules on Saturday. I enjoyed watching Extreme Rules on Saturday. Some a mutual friend of ours DM me and said that she and her husband had watched it in a bar like randomly and had never watched wrestling before and they had the time of their lives she said oh, it was wow. the, she said it was the best night of their life it's so fun it when is just, and it's funny because i liked extreme rules but it definitely d- didn't compare to like you know freaking johnny knoxville yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like i was like this is a good show but there's not a moment like that where i'm like oh my god and uh so it was funny to hear someone say that because it makes you go oh oh honey <laughs> just wait it gets it gets so much crazier yeah no there's definitely extreme rules is definitely like a fun show and this has been i think the 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 post vince mcmahon now triple h era so far mm-hmm. since he's taken the reins and tried to like right the ship and he's been doing an incredible job of it honestly mm-hmm. but yeah so far these pay-per-views have been like solid you know, mm-hmm. Extreme Rules was fun. There were some really good matches on it. Yeah, and I, um, I watched all the matches. I, I didn't even get up and walk out of the room during the I matches. I can't stress this enough. There was not a single dumb finish. WWE for the last like couple of years, have, mm-hmm. there has been a history of having... A, like a friend of mine I was watching the Royal Rumble, I think, in January with. And we were watching it and... I was like, yeah, I think this it was like Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. And I was like, I think this is going to be a good match. And he was like, yeah, I think the WWE thing is like a good match with a bad finish, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, probably. And then the end of that match was like a weird disqualification non-finish where that like mm-hmm. insults the fans and makes you feel bad for watching it. Yeah. And it's just like their way of getting out of something they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, it's fake so you could just have not not have done that at all but it's like a bait and switch basically yeah. so they can get your money without actually having to give you the thing but it's like there was not a single stupid last year's extreme rules had one of the worst finishes i've ever seen in a wrestling what was match it? ever it was roman reigns defending i think he was just the universal champion at that point against he was defending the title against finn balor mm-hmm. finn balor was full demon you know he's like when he's all painted mm-hmm. up and at this point, you don't think Roman's going to lose the title before, like, WrestleMania, at least, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a moment where Finn Balor looks like he's losing, and then there's, like, some red lights, and there's, like, a heartbeat sound effect going, and he gets all, he's, he freaks out, like, he's the the demon, and he's, mm-hmm. like, and it's so silly, but it's, like, you get into it, because you're, like, whoa, this is, like, maybe he's going to do it, and he, like... Yeah beats the hell out of, out of Roman Reigns and throws him in the ring and he goes up on the top rope to do his like double stomp finisher thing and he's like mm-hmm. you're like oh my god this is so crazy and it's like the rhythm based on the rhythm of the match up to that point it feels like it could be the end you're like yeah I guess so into it I was like he's gonna win he's gonna do it mm-hmm. they're just gonna like throw caution to the wind and just pull the trigger on this it's gonna be yeah. great and then the top rope like the turnbuckle just breaks oh, off oh right I this one, think I yeah. just turned it off mm-hmm. to be honest. Like it breaks off. I was so mad at them. Mm-hmm. For, I was so mad at myself. I remember for believing, you being mad about this. Yeah. For believing that they would have that amount of respect for the audience. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it just broke. He just fell off the rope. Roman Reigns just speared him once. Yeah. And they beat this character that's supposed to be like very powerful too. Yeah. Um, there was never an explanation. Yeah. As to what happened. But this week, uh, but this, this week, none of that this happened. Year, none of that yeah. happened. In fact, we got uh, a restored demon. 
The fiends. Yeah, they they made it right with the demon community. That's right. The demon. There is more demon representation now. Yeah, on, more uh, demon representation on WWE fiend, now. The fiend Bray Wyatt. I guess he was just Bray Wyatt, but he returned. I was like, I'm excited about that he's back, but I was a little sad because I kind of wanted it to be a bigger thing than it was. I mean, it was big. Yeah. But I kind of the way they teased it in the opening, which you missed, by the way. I, did. I, I was saw out the opening. Getting our pizza. I saw the opening and John missed it where they cut to as Seamus is being introduced and standing in the ring like waving to everybody, they cut to like an eight bit animation of this the white rabbit that's mm-hmm. been showing up at all the things, diving into a hole and the hole like shooting light up into the sky. And then they cut right back to Seamus in the ring, like being cheered, and it was really weird and scary. Mm-hmm. And I thought they might be like sprinkle some more things through yeah, the show, yeah. and like he might show up during like the main event or something to like yeah. whatever. But I mean, they they brought him in at the end, you know, as like a post credit sequence. Essentially, it was it was it was like a Marvel post credit se- scene, which is fine. But I yeah. I think I was like. Because of that teaser in the beginning, I was amped for something like more yeah. insane to happen. I appreciate them resisting the urge to do the what they would have classically done, which is have him just ruin the main event. Oh, I see. Um, You're glad he didn't ruin the main event. Well, see, I wanted him to ruin I'm glad they didn't do that just because they don't... In a bubble, that's fine. But they just did it all the time. And so many of their... their like I said, so many endings of their matches are just dumb and like ruin everything. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that he didn't do that just because i you know the main event got to finish and it was normal Mm -hmm. and fine but it would have been it it was very like drawn out the ending like it was cool that they tried to do a big production with it but it was like became very obvious that it was going to be bray wyatt and i think it would have been more impactful if he had just shown up more suddenly right um yeah that's kind of what i mean is i kind of expected him to like pop out of the ring or like like because like, especially somebody. a lot I mean? of the like, matches had people going under the ring, obviously because mm-hmm. it's extreme rules and you can pull things out or whatever. But like, I kept thinking, oh my god, he's gonna pop out! He's gonna pop out now because the rabbit went underground. Yeah, and I was like, he must be in the ring because the rabbit, like the way the shot was framed, it made it look like the rabbit was going in the ring. Kind of, it would have been great if he came out from being under the ring during the entire show. I'm just like, he's <gasps> 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 just all sweaty. Or just, like, you know. Oh, God. Uh, I forget. I actually completely forgot the main event. It was Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins Seth versus Matt Rollins. Riddle. Oh, yeah. And Matt and, Riddle won yeah, and defended and his honor. Okay. Defended his honor. See, I would have had the fiend reach out of the ring and pull Matt Riddle to hell. And yeah. Steal his hair. Oh, yeah. He's got all that hair. He does. He's got plenty. Uh but that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's Matt what Riddle I want. Probably use a little time in hell. To be honest, yeah, he probably a little, yeah, couple months. You know, there. and that would have been an lessons. interesting progression of his story. Like yeah. he redeems himself, but then, yeah. oh no, he's been dragged to hell by the fiend who's yeah. back. I was also confused because when they did that final thing with all the dolls being life size, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, people, I was like, wait, are those like? people people were gonna like me yeah are they like people now are they a yeah stable? are they yeah are there like wrestlers under there that like you know me i'm always looking for sasha and naomi so i was like wait who's in those masks <laughs> not that i i truly do not think sasha and naomi would ever put on a mask for the fiend yeah i don't think that's <laughs> the way to bring them back i don't think that would be i a, don't think they would do it yeah <laughs> um sasha didn't even have to wear the, the mandalorian helmet they made her a mandalorian that didn't wear the armor all the time oh right yeah you know? no but i i would but i am curious about that whether he has a stable of wrestlers he's coming in with yeah or maybe if that I mean, was just like you know a weird thing yeah because the know. fiend was separate because they showed the fiend and then they showed the video with bray yeah yeah they, they he came back with a different mask yeah, it was like a weird uh, other mask. It, it was, was like, like a the weird, f- silly, to, a silly man looking mask. To me, it was communicating that the fiend is like separate from Bray Wyatt completely. Yeah, I think that's kind of always been like when they did the children's show Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. and then when the fiend would show up, he would refer to him as a different guy. Yeah, yeah. I I'm excited for the fiend and just Bray Wyatt in general to be booked under Triple H because I think he will be he will make sense. He mm-hmm. will win most of his matches because the the main issue with Bray Wyatt was that performer incredible, uh, doing promos incredible, the character commitment and creativity incredible. Mm-hmm. The feuds would start 
cool and fun, and then he would almost exclusively lose mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. or lose like very stupidly. Mm-hmm. So like the la- WrestleMania last year, it was him versus Randy Orton, and they were having a kind of a weird match, and it was the opening of the show, and they were having kind of a weird match, and then he lost because Alexa Bliss turned on him by distracting him with a giant jack-in-the-box. And the audience, like, saw... They it, they got so ahead of it as soon as they saw what was happening and everybody just started booing. Because it was just... The, everybody was, like, disgusted. And yeah. it was the first match of the night and everybody was... It put everybody in such a bad mood. It was so stupid. Yeah. And I think now we'll see less stupid... In a horror house of horror, like haunted house matches and like yeah. crap like that, and we'll be able to book him like a monster. Just book him like the monster version of Roman Reigns. Yeah, um, book him I, like the, really. What he is is kind of he's a heightening of the Undertaker. Yeah, he's because he has that entrance of like all the lights going out. Yeah, like it's you know and people like him. Everybody wants to like him. They have been actively like. Trying to get people not to like him almost because mm-hmm. every time he does anything or comes back, people are so into it. No, but I and think he's he very could charismatic. Be, I think he could be like an Undertaker level legend of yes. that like ilk. Where it's not too late. People lost their shit when he showed up, right? And I think that could happen, you know, regularly where all mm-hmm. of a sudden the lights go out and everybody flips out because yeah. they know what's coming. Yeah, and it's you know, the fiend. He just he doesn't have a dong, but yeah. He, you know, he has the lights going out, so that's something. Maybe they'll give him that uh, White Rabbit song that they've been playing if they want to pay for it. Oh, yeah. Because his old music had a similar kind of uh, a vibe where it was like real soft and slow at first, mm-hmm. and then it like uh, gets a little heavier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited. He's supposed to... I saw something... Um on my phone because it gives me wrestling headlines sometimes uh, that the theory is he's coming to SmackDown this week. Did you see that? Yeah, there was the only update I have with him from Raw is that there was some like cryptic video that played that just said, uh, what did it say? Revel in what you are. Oh. This is pretty par for the course with Bray Wyatt. It's a lot mm-hmm. of like, I don't know. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of like, I don't, I don't know. know. And then, uh, <laughs> and it, but they did, I think they did confirm that he will be on SmackDown this week. Oh so boy. Well, now I have to watch SmackDown this week. SmackDown. What time does SmackDown start? Eight o'clock. Okay, PM that's good. Eastern. I'm doing yoga at 6.30, so that'll be perfectly time. You can watch SmackDown. I can watch SmackDown afterwards. Um, And yeah, so that was, uh, you know, Extreme Rules happened. Ronda Rousey won back the SmackDown women's title. I was kind of hoping to see Liv Morgan beat her again, which would have made sense because she could use mm-hmm. weapons and stuff. But Liv Morgan put in a good performance. I think the crowd yeah. was into her, and she she lost with a smile, which was interesting. And I'm wondering, yeah. is she going to join the Fiend? Right. It would be pretty, I think it would probably be too similar to uh, you know, the Alexa Bliss thing. And but. I'm, I'm also like looking at this photo of Julia Hart that we have in our living room, mm-hmm. who I love. Mm-hmm. No offense to of her. Course. But I'm like, and and we noticed this watching Liv Morgan and Alex and Liv Morgan and commenting on how much she looks like Alexa Bliss because they both have yeah, the yeah. Harley Quinn thing going on. I am getting a little tired of the corrupted blonde narrative. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, oh, she's blonde, but she's bad. Yeah, she's <laughs> evil, and she's also kind of a child. Yeah, uh-huh. it's very. Uh, I don't know. I don't dig it anymore because now I've just seen too much of it. Yeah, that's a lot of like a lot of people are you know. Like the Harley Quinn thing in general. Yeah. It's you like know? I'm a little done, you know? Five years ago it was cool. Now it's, you know, come on. Yeah. Um, I want I want them to book like a woman wrestler who's like an old, old woman <laughs> <laughs> who's also a demon. But it's like so scary because yeah. she's an old, old woman. I mean, they could definitely do a manager that Just way. Like but I would crone. love to see her actual wrestle, actually wrestle. Yeah, like a a wicked crone who moves like a. Like you don't a, even see her move. Yeah, she just is all of a sudden moved. And when she does move, it like she jerks, like you know, like a like, cre- the, like a like, ooh, like the nun ooh, or whatever that yes, is. Yeah. from the Conjuring. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. I want like a that's that's she that's just, like, what moves I want. Too fast. Yes, like, like ah! she like she doesn't move, but when she does move, she moves way too fast. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not sexy. She's no. very upsetting yes i want an upsetting female wrestler i want like um what was her name nikki storm was that her name uh, that lady? actually it's funny that actually was her indie wrestling name she never used right. that in but it, that is the person yeah 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 nikki cross nikki cross <laughs> yeah 
I want like a Nikki Cross much more upsetting. Nikki Cross, by the way. Yeah. In NXT. So over. She was so popular. Oh, yeah. She that was whole so stable great. like failed. She was so popular and everybody loved her. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where she like interacted with Tommaso Ciampa when he was the NXT champion. Mm-hmm. And she like looked at the belt and people lost it. And people were like, people would have paid to see that match. And you know, her she could have like convincingly I I don't know. I am always very supportive of intergender wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. Or just like it doesn't you know, just two wrestlers fighting each other, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Their like gender identity at all. Because it's like, why not? You know, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's all scripted and it's just yeah. performing stunts. Male and female cheerleaders perform together and they do yeah, similar. And when people get like this weird kind of uh, sexist or whatever thing, like, oh, it's not realistic. It's like, I mean, what are you even basing that on? Rey Mysterio has fought. Like, the, the, <laughs> the example like, is always Rey Mysterio versus the big show. You buy that, right? So, what is the difference? Also, like, it's, it's and it's so, also Shayna Baszler could kick Johnny Gargano's ass. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not a, like, also, she's the same size. When like, you talk about like realism and wrestling, yeah. you're running dangerously close to the conversation about like black hobbits. Like, guess what, babe? Yeah. It's all fake. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like we're, we're making all of this up. So if the thing you make up is like that women can't beat men and you've made that up. Yeah. Like, then that's because that's what you think. That already is a fabrication. It's, and like yeah, a it's transphobic like argument, you just stuff. made like, that. Like you just made that up. Like the it's fiend, just people trying to back the fiend justify. Their... Is a demon. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like Finn Balor is a demon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like 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 the Undertaker. Was... But that's realistic. But not a woman fighting a man. No. The no. Undertaker was originally straight up a zombie. Like I mean, yeah. it was and a, he like killed people, undead right? mortician. Somehow more like, believable than a woman a beating woman a man. A woman beating a man in an athletic competition? Impossible. Oh, God, isn't it? No, it was... It's also that really whole, tell on themselves. They really do. It's just a way to, like, back justify your shitty opinion that you yeah. want to say is, is not... It's like, well, girls can't be boys at fighting because yeah. if they could do that, then what's the point of me being mean to girls? Have you ever been in a fight? <sighs> no, but if I was, I could beat a girl. Yeah, so, did you just fall asleep for a second? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Oh, uh, no, man. but that's also like that. Not to get too off the rails of this, but that um, Game of Thrones. There's like a some fucking source book or whatever. Some another thing that's not the Winds of Winter that's coming out. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I think they're the ones that wrote that like World of Ice and Fire or whatever. These people that like run the freaking uh, wiki space or whatever yeah. for Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, and they're just yeah. like, there's not black people in in A Song of Ice. And it's like. I mean, beyond, a, beyond that being a, like a stupid, you know, racist thing, but it's also, like you said, it's not real. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's not yeah. real. It's not even a visual medium. It's a book. No. <laughs> so there's a, and you can, I mean, there's descriptions of characters. You can do, you can imagine whatever you want. Yeah. So what the, if the author of the book was black? Would that change how? how... Well, I wouldn't have read it. <laughs> like that's the thing is they're racist so like, yeah they no and it's just it's so they wouldn't even care it's it's also funny i don't i'm sorry i don't mean it's, it's just no. also funny to for somebody who has devoted their fucking life to yeah a fake hit to well, be a historian is, for somebody else's but this book. is the thing that makes it so deeply sad yeah to me is that like what it betrays about someone is not only their own prejudices that they're so committed to that they have to have everything in the world align with them. It's it's also like a terrible it 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 indicates a terrible lack of imagination or no imagination. Yeah. To be like, no 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 no. It has to adhere to these rules I've been given, which is like it, it, it just makes me depressed because it's it it suggests that these are people who have no they don't get enjoyment out of art. No. They're not playing with the art. They're not having fun with the art. They're looking at the art as like a set of rules to be obeyed and to be analyzed and to use as like a cudgel against other people who don't know the rules as well. Like it's just this really negative, nasty, fascist attitude towards art that I don't like because yeah. I'm like art is fun. It's imagination. It's making things up. We're literally like doing whatever the fuck we want. Like Yeah, well actually um I mean, I actually was, uh, I, I didn't mean that actually as in your, oh, first yeah. I was doing Are a actually, actually joke. <laughs> no, first I was doing that. Then I just used the word actually in a different mm-hmm. context, but I was watching uh, randomly on TikTok, 
um, someone who's like a, an abstract artist. And mm-hmm. she was just going through all these things where people were like, well, if you have to explain it, it's not art. And she's like, "You're," and I'm not like an art guy. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know anything about art, but uh, like painting art. But mm-hmm. um, but she was just like, yeah, well, when you're doing abstract art, like, you know, when you look at most art, people are using symbols and forms of communication you're already familiar with. Yeah. So that's why often it doesn't have to be explained to you because you already know how to read words. You already know how to like interpret realistic pictures mm-hmm. or whatever but when you're looking at abstract stuff people are trying to do communicate in ways they've never communicated before they're trying to create new symbols and trying to create new like mm-hmm. ways to express something that is never so you, it's not even just that you don't get it you might you never interpreted this like language before ever you yeah. know so it's like you can't even recognize it as a language a lot of times oh, so you're just trying no yeah. it's very interesting uh, and it made, and that's like similar to what you're talking about. But it's also just so funny for some nerd to be like <laughs> have wasted their whole life acting like, and they think they are a historian. I know for no, I know. some bullshit somebody I made up. Literally, like I have the World of Ice and Fire, or whatever that huge yeah. coffee table book. Yeah, um, and I did read most of it's it. It's cool. It's you very know. cool. Except, like, literally, I got so into it, and then one night I was reading it, and I was like, "This is all made up." Yeah. Like I was like it it sunk in that I was like oh no n- like learning this doesn't make me like like th- when you learn history like I'm reading this book on Russian history right now and it's giving me all kinds of insight into the context through which we can look at the country of Russia and mm-hmm. how they are today and like why countries have borders that they do and like you know all that kind of stuff that you learn when you learn history you don't get that from, no. <laughs> from when reading I mean, about maybe the history you do, of depending Westeros. On, no, but like, you can't because it's one. It's like you know, it's like one guy's fantasy that he made up. Yeah, which is fine. It's fun. You know, I'm not saying it's not fun. It, I read a lot of it. Yeah, but like, it's not. You're not getting the same thing as you would get from reading actual no. history because none of it's real. And also, going back to what we were just saying about like people needing those rules and knowing those symbols and like needing those symbols explained to them like it says a lot when like the rules like if art is a means of self-expression it says a lot when your expression needs to be all white people yeah (laughs) or needs to be like underlying the thing that you believe about women being weaker than men to bring it back to wrestling like yeah. it's like it's like if that's what you need to express <laughs> through art or have expressed through art again you are telling on yourself yeah. and it's it's sad and i want you to open your mind man yeah also why are we adhering so much to wrestling being like not that it is unrealistic for people of different genders or whatever to mm-hmm. to fight each other but, like, why are we so... Like, we do need a set of rules or whatever so that, like, the narrative makes sense. Yeah, I guess, sure. in wrestling. But we have literally, like, Bray Wyatt... Like we said, they're demons and stuff. Is yeah. that real? Like, it's not a... I don't know. It's no, a cartoon. It's, it's people... Some of it... I think also I some of it is just people, like, having their expert seat. Yeah, of course. And they don't like it when stuff starts changing and in a way that they don't want to learn because mm-hmm. then they have to either learn it mm-hmm. or give up their expert seat. Hey, I love Star Wars. This is I see this. Uh, yeah. And like it, there is I don't know that there is I mean, maybe wrestling. I don't know that there is a, t- a fan base more toxic. Yeah. Somehow well, than Star Wars, which is based on just a fun fairy tale. For kids. For kids. <laughs> it's like truly one of the most perfect little like movies ever made that first movie and it's just like just a, a fun movie that is yeah. now a race war somehow because I mean, they they do it with the I mean? disney princesses too you yeah. know they made a black little mermaid and now yeah. people some people have chosen to be upset about this because they just don't like black people i like how you're saying that they have chosen to be upset about it because they want they have because yeah. there's no real reason to get mad no. about this it's not an attack on you it has nothing to do with you you're not working on the movie fuck off yeah. like <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Random dude. Don't go see the movie if you don't want to see the movie. But shut up. No yeah. one cares. Like, it's also like, yeah, especially when you're like an adult man, like this movie's not for you anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe it's, it's for, for you. It can be children. for you. It can be for you, I guess. But it's not really. Oh, God. I don't People know. Like whatever you like. but it's... Like whatever you like. But please just have fun and stop turning everything into a weird little competition over who can be the most pedantic about some stupid fucking rule you think should exist anyway sorry. anyway speaking of an uh 
a competition over who can be the most pedantic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, get back to talking about wrestling. Where we talked about literally like 1% of what I wrote down. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just, I'll probably skip We have around. time. I'll skip around a little bit. We have time. Um, You know, there's been, I'll get, well, hmm, well, here's like a little tidbit that may be happening. I don't know. It's unsubstantiated. It's a rumor. Some people say that Bo Dallas might be coming back. And I say that after The Fiend because it's his younger brother. Oh. So Bo Dallas was this guy who was in WWE. He was in like, I think he was in FCW, which became NXT. Wait, is he actually Bray Wyatt's younger brother? Or yes. is he Bray Wyatt the character's younger no, brother? No, he's okay. Wyndham Rotunda's younger brother. Okay. Um, uh, And their father is like an old wrestler, too. Who went, Mike Rotunda, who also went by IRS, Irwin R. Scheister, who was mm-hmm. a tax man. Um, and he was a tag team partner with the Million Dollar Man. Um, but anyway, uh, Bo Dallas was this guy who was just like kind of a regular baby face, didn't have much going on. But he, they pushed him pretty hard in FCW, which became NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like a main event guy in NXT, but the crowd was like not into him at all. Uh, because he just didn't really have much. I mean, he was like a fiery young baby face, but he was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the crowd started like turning their backs on him when he came to the mm. ring to like protest. This Aww. was in the era of people being feeling very powerless against an endless supply of John Cena victories. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so it felt, so there was, was a time of rebellion. It was a time of rebellion. <laughs> um, the people were yes. unsettled. Against there was great unrest. Emperor Vince and his dark lord john cena there was unrest um, in the kingdom yes uh and so he uh so what they did was they did what you should always do play off of that and he became a completely like un uh unaware like lack of self-awareness heel mm-hmm. Who <laughs> thought he was still the baby face. Yeah. So he's thinking, like, everybody loves me. And he would yeah. smile, like, real big and cut these promos about how great he was <laughs> and how much everybody loved him and the support of the fans. And he was like, and he started doing these stupid catchphrases where he was like, oh, I'm just so glad that everybody supports me because all you have to do, his name is Bo Dallas. All you have to do is Bo Leave. <laughs> and he was, Bo Leave was so oh. funny. And it was, and he was just the dumbest character. And he was the champion. Uh-huh. And people hated him. It was so, but he, but now he was in control of it. Yeah. And it was so, and then they brought him up to the main roster and he was so over. Bo Lee mm. was so over. And then out of nowhere, like this is a Vince McMahon thing. It just ended for no reason. Yeah. And he petered out and he had some flashes of stuff and he was always fun. He actually had this thing where Heath Slater was a very funny guy who was on uh, WWE and he was like kind of a sad sack idiot who would just like get his ass kicked a lot and his catcher was just like i got kids i need this job you know Mm -hmm. just and um he had this group called the social outcasts that were like guys that kind of were losers or whatever and bo dallas in that and heath slater would always get shown up by flowrider for some reason flowrider was a celebrity guest and he would show up and wwe loves to put an, any celebrity of literally any stature, A-list through E-list or whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You will kick the ass of even the most popular wrestlers. Oh, I want uh, Kathy Griffin to beat Roman Reigns' I would ass. love to see Kathy Griffin. <laughs> um, uh, and so uh, Heath Slater was always the victim of Flo Rida, but the way they would do it, because WWE babyfaces are often bullies, mm-hmm. and the heels are often like kind of justified. Yeah. Not as much in the Triple H so far, but... So Flo Rida would come in and just be a straight up bully. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, he would just be mean to him and talk down to him and he would always win. He would always be presented as being one. And so they had a, a rap battle mm. where it was going to be Flo Rida doing a free, like a rap battle, not a freestyle, but a rap battle against Bo Dallas was the representative for Heath Slater. Okay. And Bo Dallas kicked the ass of Flo Rida. Bo Dallas was, was so stupid, but he was so good at performing it. And Flo Rida sucked so bad. Oh no. He just like probably didn't learn it. And mm-hmm. he didn't try, and he looked like shit. And it was like, and then they were supposed to have lost, but they celebrated. Like Heath Slater was good, like I won, and he yeah. finally got vindication. Yeah, and it was also funny because they had like Rick Ross in the audience, and people were like, "Why didn't you have Rick Ross do this?" <laughs> uh, and so it was what it was. And I don't think Flo Rida ever showed up again. And it was great. So Bo Dallas, hopefully he comes back under. Maybe the he's Triple one H. of those toys. What? Remember the toys were alive. 
When Bray Wyatt came back? When the Fiend? Oh, yeah. Maybe Flo Ride is one of the tours. Or no, Bo I Hunt. meant like Bo Dallas. Like maybe he's bringing in a whole, like we were just saying, he, maybe he's bringing in a whole stable. Maybe Bo Dallas is in that stable. Maybe. Or maybe you just have to flow leave. <laughs> Flo you know Bo, what? I, I feel attacked by that because Nebraska had a coach named Bo Pelini and... When he first got hired, they they sold T-shirts that said "I'm a believer" or whatever oh. on them. Oh, so they ripped off. This is the guy that got fired because he was no, 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 oh, no, okay. no. This is this is from years and years ago. Oh, WWE okay. might have ripped it off from Nebraska. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably that's true. Um, WWE. This was like in 2009 or wrestling. Something. Um, da- nah, that was a little before him. Wrestling is very known to rip things off all the time. I mean, time. also, it's not exactly a genius pun. Yeah, I mean, two of the biggest I mean, stars... I think you could probably come up with it in five minutes of sitting down trying to think of what to do All you have to do is Bo. John leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bo, you know, yeah. Bo, Bo leave, yeah. Bo beautiful. Bo beautiful. Beautiful. All right, anyway. What are other so Bo, uh, Bo itch. Are they saying Bo or Bo Itch? <laughs> saying... I was saying Bo Itch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Um, so Bo Dallas may be returning, which would make sense. That would be great. But man, we had Raw last night, which I didn't watch, but I saw. I saw clips. You saw some clips. I saw that clip. So we had, we did have a field reporter uh, in the field. Oh, um, yeah. Got some updates from him, but what, mm-hmm. what, uh, what, what did happen Brock Lesnar, you're doing the DX suck it. I actually know I, nothing about that. Segment. I know like they did small references to China, and by small I mean X Pac mentioned China. Oh, and then they couldn't mention Billy Gunn because he's an AEW. But they they Road Dog like had the audience say Billy Gunn, and then commentary said he's doing some that guy's doing something with office equipment because of the scissoring thing. Uh. Um, but <laughs> sorry, That's yeah, funny, yeah. Uh, um yeah no i didn't i did see brock lesnar and he yeah. was wearing something he's dressed like he's, a cowboy he's always dressed like a cowboy oh i didn't he's realize so he did that silly. he's like a little boy at this point he's just having a little he had long hair so i almost didn't recognize him oh yeah he's he's had like a little ponytail situation since like last year's mm. SummerSlam. See, last it time i bad, really like but... paid any attention to him he just looked like a real strong man cartoon like with buzz cut and like yeah yeah you know he did kind of look like, yeah, like a cartoonist's rendition of like a big... Yeah, like a, big a 1920s cart- or 1950s yeah. cartoon of a strong guy is yeah. what he kind of always looked like. But what what were you going to say about his return? Uh, he returned and he attacked Bobby Lashley and cost him the United States Championship. So Seth freaking Rollins is your new <sighs> United freaking States champion. Uh, and so, oh, I guess God, I hope... Seth I actually really Rollins. hope he has that added to like the... <laughs> The United freaking States champion, the United States freaking champion. But mm. but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, first of all, they only did the one match, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble, which was fine, but there was interference at the end. Now, this is a match people have wanted to see because they're like similar guys. They've had like similar athletic backgrounds and they have both done MMA extensively and been successful at it. So it would be awesome to see them have like a real match. Bobby Lashley is a guy that should not be like getting his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar because like I said, they're both yeah. successful MMA fighters. They both have extensive right. like I fact, they'd athletic each other before. They did once. Yeah. At the Royal Rumble. But I saw it, was, it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine, but it could be so much more. Mm-hmm. Cuz Bobby Lashley is not a guy who should be getting suplexed and then almost maybe get a eke out a victory. Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley is more jacked. Oh, Bobby Lesner. Lashley terrifies me. Bobby he's Lashley huge. is a guy who should be kicking Brock Lesnar's ass. Because also he looks like he's in better shape than Brock Lesnar. And he's at least as big. Bobby and Lashley, they have the same background. Bobby Lashley is a man who should rule the world. He should. <laughs> like we should be serving him. We should. <laughs> because he's too powerful <laughs> to not be in charge. Like yeah. he's so jacked. Like he's whenever I jacked. see him... I always think in my head, I've seen a strong man, Mm -hmm. and then I see Bobby Lashley, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I didn't know (laughs) how strong a man could be. (laughs) Until you met me. Yeah, yeah. Except for you, babe. You're you're stronger than Bobby Lashley. Sure, you you. are so much more strong. I can lift a weight. Yeah, you can lift a weight. Yes, you Um, can. But I think it's it's great because that match could be really good, especially again, I keep Mm -hmm. saying under Triple H, it might be booked like with 
some sort of intelligence, and maybe Lesnar will be more just as long as Lashley's not getting his ass kicked. But also, yeah. it's not for a championship. Brock, this is I can't remember the last time he came back and for anything other than a world title match, and then he would always win and ruin everything. Mm-hmm. But now. It's just a match. He's, he's just, just a guy. Back. He's just a guy who can have a match, and this is you have to do this with him. He's so much more interesting if you just have him do different things. Yeah. Because he would always just come back, have his same five-minute, like, which was really exciting for a while because mm-hmm. it could end at any moment, but then it was like, oh, okay, I know the rhythm of this. There's going to be three finishers, and then he's going to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just got kind of boring, and it's also he would always just come back and win or just mm-hmm. come back to lose the title that he had. Um, so if they're going to use him, I mean, I'm fine with him just going away, honestly, but... If they're going to use them, this is a much more interesting way to do it. And if mm-hmm. he just has a random, like a match like this, a crown jewel, it could be good. Maybe Lashley will win. I don't know that Lesnar really gives a shit about winning, to be honest. He's like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting, and this yeah. is a much better way to do it. And somehow, like a bigger deal than his return. These guys, so AJ Styles made it look like he was going to join Finn Balor's Judgment Day. Oh, after Judgment Day had attacked. Uh, Edge's wife Beth. Oh uh, right, Edge's old. wife Beth. Edge's wife Beth. Oh, I was so upset about Edge's wife Beth. Yeah, Edge's wife Beth. She came in there and she almost won the thing for yeah. him. She almost this is WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix, by the way. Edge's wife Beth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I just like calling her Beth too because she funny. comes in in normal clothes and yeah. just beats everybody up, and it's like here's Beth. But yeah, they concertoed yeah. her. Was it who was it? What was that girl's name? That Rhea name Ripley. Girl? Rhea Ripley. Two two people, by the way, who Rhea could Ripley. who could be beating men. Yeah, I know. Like, I I get no her. Reason that they, yeah, I get her confused with a few other girls, but um, yeah, no, it was that was disturbing to me. Yeah, uh, and I, I it, didn't like that. No, I didn't like what happened was, to Edge's wife, Beth. Who who did you know? Um, of the Judgment Day, I guess. they had but, a hard year a couple of years ago, and it looks like now they're having another hard year. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely not starting out good. And I like Edge a lot. I'm very, I like Edge. I'm a fan of Edge. I love Edge. Edge was one of my favorite wrestlers for many years. And so I was very excited when he came back. And I love watching him now. And I love his wife, Beth. Yeah. I think she's great. She is great. I'm glad she gets to have like a little little comeback of her own. Yeah. She never like was forced into retirement the way he was. She just eventually did retire. Mm. Um, Well, I mean, now she's been concertoed. Yeah. Now she's got to come back. I hope she has a match against Rhea Ripley. Actually, that would be awesome. Yeah. There's literally no reason not to. Like. Yeah. No. And I liked um, also from that show, I liked the Bianca Belair Bailey match a lot. Oh, yeah, it was I great. I thought that was the, really good. The, the, the ladders were not too tall? The ladders were not too tall. Yeah. They were pretty tall, though. Yeah. I was a little concerned about how high those women were going up. There was a point where, actually, Bianca Belair was put... I think I called the spot where Bailey put the ladder on top of her, and then... Oh, and she and lifted climbed, it up, she yeah. she lifted it up, because I've just... They, they do that spot a lot. Mm-hmm. But they... Uh, um, Bailey, like saw it happening and climbed like halfway back down the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'm not getting dumped up. I'm not going to do this. It's kind of a funny spot because it's yeah. like, why would you? No. Like, Just yeah, of course they're going to yeah. like knock you over. Like yeah. the ladder least, like, is notoriously. You know what I didn't get from that match was there was a point where Bailey had that like thing that she knocked the 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 hinges off the ladders. Mm-hmm. the ladder and then yeah. she like had one and it wasn't clear to me like what she'd done oh yeah remember like she knocked the she, hinges off the ladder she did and then that didn't pay off in anything that she I had tell. like it might have even been part of her knee brace yeah and she had it looked like a boomerang right and yeah I, everybody was and she held it like yeah hey, i'm gonna do this boomerang yeah. and everybody was like is she gonna use a boomerang and then she just like, didn't awesome. really do anything no with and then it. She, it just disappeared and she just went and like punched her or something. i was it really was confused by very that very strange that was really weird i don't know if she thought maybe she was gonna do something and then just didn't yeah uh, i don't know but that bailey match, if you're listening can you call us listen to all the podcast episodes and try to put my phone over together and yeah um call us and explain to us what you were doing there because we're really interested and we want to know yeah anyway also i love bianca belair and i'm glad she's winning and still the champion i kind of think bailey would have been a good time to have bailey win it because she just came back and also Mm -hmm. a ladder match i keep saying is a good way for a heel to win because Mm -hmm. they they can win through nefarious means and I'm going to go ahead and say this. What? 
knowing that I'm probably going to eat these words. Oh, God. What are you about to say? <laughs> what are you about to do here? I feel like they won't. I feel like maybe they're not going to switch any titles around until Sasha and Naomi come back. Well, they did with the Ronda Rousey one. The Smackdown no, I know. I know. But you know, I mean, I'm just side? like. I don't know. It just feels like it feels like there's something building. Yeah. And it feels like I don't know. This is also well, me projecting my own emotions on everything. Here's the thing. Survivor Series this year is going to have those war games matches, which are five person, five on five cage matches. Right. Yeah. And Bailey has her crew of jerks. Right. And they could find two other jerks. That's what, the, that, that's what I mean. It, okay. This and, is what I was trying yeah, to talk about. That is, could be a good way for. Because remember when they Sasha kept Bailey saying Bianca back. doesn't have any friends. Yeah, oh yeah. no. Like Bailey and her friends are beating up Bianca. Like I expected. Mm-hmm. I was like they. I, I mean. I'm kind of glad they didn't come out. Because I'd want them to have a bigger entrance. Than like just running out and saving somebody. Yeah. yeah. But like. You know. It's like it feels like they are just so setting it up slowly but I, yeah. again i tend to give the baby too much credit because i haven't watched as much of it as you have yeah well i mean so. it is it is getting <laughs> much less predictable i will give it that mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well should we i was talking about something else all right let me just do this real quick because this has less i have less to okay. this but sasha banks and naomi watch i again don't really have that much uh on naomi but sasha banks Probably the biggest thing, technically wrestling wise, was that they said her name. Oh yeah, on Extreme Rules, and they have not said they their invoked names. Her, they have not invoked either of them since they left, uh, other than calling them scumbags and unprofessional or whatever yeah. they said about them. And then, uh, however, they tried to disparage them on TV to make it look like they were they were in the wrong or whatever. But mm-hmm. they uh, they said Bailey because they were touting them being in the ladder match. They said Bailey was like she's been in. Big matches like this before. She was in the first ever 30-minute Iron Woman match mm-hmm. with Sasha Banks. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, whoa, they haven't mentioned her at all. And then yeah. she tweeted something, which I don't understand what this means at all. But she tweeted something in reference, I guess, to Ronda Rousey winning the SmackDown Women's title or right after she won the title. It just said, mm. I had to see you live for more. You said it before. You wish I'd seen... The saint you were before. I don't know what that means. People are saying it's in reference to that Ronda Rousey win. Maybe people are reading into it because she tweeted it mm. like the exact same time it happened, I guess. Or right is around the same time. Is it because Liv Moore is in that? That's what I was like, Liv Morgan? <laughs> is, that a, is that a Liv Morgan reference? Mm. I don't know. I they don't sound know like the... song lyrics to me. Yeah. Or, is or... she posting dashboard confessional lyrics like she's oh. a depressed ninth grader? She's putting up a name. Yeah. Away message. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's just trying. Maybe she's pitching some song stuff and she mm. wants to do music yeah maybe i mean she has i think she has said she wants to do music yeah maybe yeah um but yeah that happened uh that's all i got for that um okay there's probably yeah sorry i got distracted by that's okay we probably only have about less than 10 minutes oh good i still have probably only talked about maybe 20 percent of what i oh, okay well i'm um, sorry well it's okay the uh we had a lot of good conversation but so anyway the big thing on raw here other than lesnar and somehow this is bigger is that aj Styles says he's going to join the judgment day oh yes but then he's like actually i got my own backup and he's not joining the judgment day and who comes out but the good brothers carl anderson and luke gallows who Ooh. you may not know these guys they were like... I've heard of them. Carl Anderson was an original Bullet Club member. Mm-hmm. Gallows was a WWE guy who left and went to Impact and then uh, New Japan and became a Bullet Club member. Not quite original, but he was there like the height of it and like mm-hmm. early days of it. Uh, and they come out... They were with AJ Styles in WWE when they first signed with WWE from New Japan in 2016. Mm-hmm. They have been... They got released during the COVID pandemic... They've been working in Impact. They're on AEW a bunch. They were Kenny Omega's like boys, mm-hmm. and they were helping Kenny Omega out a lot. And then they became, and then they went back to New Japan. And so they've been all over like AEW, Impact, New Japan. And um, there was no inkling. They've been working New Japan shows. I watched a New Japan show from like last week mm. with them on it. Carl Anderson currently holds a championship in New Japan. Wow. And they showed up on WWE Raw. Wow. Which you, you do not expect them to let things like this happen no 
I think he was working for New Japan without a contract, mm-hmm. but he still currently is scheduled to defend that title at a New Japan show on the same night as the Crown Jewel Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Wow. So I don't know if that's going to happen or if they're just going to vacate it, but it's like kind of a huge deal. Yeah. That uh, especially like if they really let him deal. work New Japan shows because they historically do not do that. Yeah. And that makes me sad for New Japan if he just like peaced while holding a title. Yeah. That's kind of shitty on his yeah. part. I mean, I guess I don't blame him for, you know, this is kind of an opportunity he had, but like uh, you shouldn't do that, especially with a company that, do you, I mean, they, they were, the re- New Japan was the reason Carl Anderson got you know, like yeah. it, that was the company he got big with. Yeah. That was a company he got big enough to go to WWE with, mm-hmm. you know? So I think he would owe it to them to, to be upfront with them about it. Yeah. I mean, it's also on them if they let him work without a contract and gave him a championship, you know, but it's still, it's still I think it's shitty that it, it, if he, yeah. if he burns that bridge like that for no reason, you yeah. know, it's like, but it's a crazy surprise. And this thing, this has been happening with the, you know, the triple H era. There's been surprise. Candice LeRae came back after, uh, Johnny Gargano, who she is married to, mm-hmm. ha- came back a few weeks ago or whatever, a month ago or whatever. Candice LeRae, I think, came back recently on 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 Raw. So they're both Ooh. on Raw now. Wow. Um, and they're both great. And they make me want to watch WWE, although I haven't seen them yet. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was a huge deal. Um, <clears throat> I think those are the main things from Raw. We can skip ahead. <clears throat> Actually, I've, I've talked about half of it, Louis. Uh, there's a big WWE commentary shakeup, but I am not. I talk heard about, about it. that. Great. Yeah, We're gonna it's skip not that it. interesting. Um, so the big, we'll just jump to the biggest AEW news and get into this as quickly as we can. I told you last week, Andrade and Sammy Guevara had that weird Twitter beef. Yeah, and then and then it turned into a <clears throat> in person beef. Moo. Yeah, a moo moo, and then it was a real fight. And apparently, what <clears throat> they like right before. He was Andrade was supposed to have a mask versus career match on mm-hmm. Rampage against the Dark Order's ten mm-hmm. uh, Preston Vance, and it was his mask versus Andrade's career. And Andrade, uh, they were like, he's not on the show. We're going to do a, a trios championship match instead. Mm. Um, and so, but Sammy Guevara was still on Dynamite, so there was a report <clears throat> they had they gotten into a real fight. And the details that came out later were that um, <clears throat> they told them because the the tweets were like calling each other. Like Sammy Guevara got mad about something Andrade said. Andrade was yeah. like, "I'll see you Wednesday." Mm-hmm. And they talked to them after this whole CM Punk elite fiasco, where they were like, "Do not get into a fight. Mm-hmm. If you get into a fight, you are being you're both being sent home, yeah, and probably getting suspended or whatever." Andrade. I think they both say, sure, we won't get into a fight. Andrade is like in the hall waiting for him and like starts a fight with him. Oh my <laughs> and God. Apparently, Sammy Guevara did not throw any punches. Mm-hmm. So Andrade gets, and look, I love Andrade. There's no place for this. You can't be no. doing this shit. It's like, especially for like, some people are like thinking he's trying to get fired because he's been tweeting like free Andrade and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. he, I think he wants to go back to WWE now that Triple H is, is in charge. Mm. And I think you're going to see more and more of this. But Do it's you think like, Triple H would, H would want a guy who starts fights in the locker room? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just don't. I don't know that he he isn't, he isn't like a history of doing this. Well, now he does. Yeah, well, now he does, I guess. But it still is. Uh, it's a interesting. A reputation takes a lifetime to build and a moment to lose. Wow. They used to tell us that in our sorority. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lot of people it was basically was... like, don't be a slut. Wow. Because the, yeah. the second you put out for a dude, you're a slut, no matter what. <laughs> slut, no matter what. Pretty much. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, well, that sucks. Yeah, you know, it does suck. Uh, and it's just disappointing because I like Andrade and I just don't want to see the shit. So, um, you know, he's uh, he's, I guess, suspended right now. I don't know what they're going to do with with it, um, but it's just disappointing to see, and it's yeah. just silly. Um, and then, uh, what what else happened here? Rampage and Battle of the Belts is fun. Pac wrestled twice. Oh, right, Battle defend, of the Belts. Defended his uh, trios titles with the Lucha Brothers and defended his uh, All-Atlantic title against uh, Orange Car- uh, Trent Beretta. And then Orange Cassidy attacked him after the Trent Beretta match because he used... Yeah, the bell, the ring bell, that. hammer, to, you know, to win mm-hmm. both matches, uh, and so now at their Toronto debut, 
Pack is going to defend in a rematch against uh, his All-Atlantic title against Orange Cassidy again. So I think this could be Orange Cassidy winning because, I mean, it's like... Yeah, the, and the we rematch. would love it if Orange Cassidy won. We We're, love Orange Cassidy. We are firmly pro-Orange Cassidy. We are. We are also very pro-Pack, so I don't... But it's. I think Orange Cassidy deserves a win here. Um, so that happened. There's. There's. I won't get into too much of the rest of Rampage and Battle of the Belts, but they were fun. Um, and uh, oh, Willow Nightingale. I said I didn't want her to get squashed by Jade Cargill, and she didn't. She had like a competitive match. Oh and yeah. She did well, mm-hmm. uh, and it was good. Also on uh, Rampage and Battle of the Belts, which were like. It was a live show this time, so they did like Rampage from 10 to 11 and Battle of the Belts from 11 to midnight. Mm-hmm. So it was like a one continuous show. Mm-hmm. Um, three matches in a row, I think, with somebody from Long Island. Long Island, strong wrestling culture. That's right. Strong Island, as they say. Home of MJF. Uh, bong, bong Island? Bong, strong, uh, long Boland? Okay. Okay. Uh, Renee Paquette, who is... John Moxley's wife, possibly AEW bound. That's the scuttlebutt. Oh boy! To do like interviews, backstage interviews, and oh. maybe commentary. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, wow. So she's a uh, nepotism hire. Is yeah, what pretty saying. much. Uh, no, she was really great in WWE. I was up for that. It would have been nice to get an email. Yeah, they probably should have contacted you. Um, <laughs> and I guess the only other thing that I really wanted to talk about real quick was just the Impact had their biggest show of the year, Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think last year on this podcast I said was a great show and was really fun. And this year I think they it seemed like they didn't advertise it. It was just like people were tweeting about it or whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't think, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was happening. And it's just very impact for their biggest show of the year to just be like completely under the radar and nobody knows. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know too many results about it, so I won't talk about it. But it's just very funny that that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can just stop there. Do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> no, my final. I don't really have any final. I shared a lot of thoughts on this. Podcast, you did share a lot of thoughts. So, you had um, more. You you took in more. This I did. Week than you I did. I watched more wrestling this week than I usually do. So. Yes. Um. It was. It was fun. And you know, if Sasha and Naomi come back soon, I'll I'll probably watch a lot more wrestling going forward. Yeah. So and imagine if Sasha Banks and Naomi fight. Uh, the cast of Jackass. Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, Hey. Okay. All All right. right. Bye, everybody. Bye.